I'm actually in a kind of awe that I could be uh, a part of uh, Pastor Jason Dirks. The reason why I'm saying this is because I was here for the first service, then I moved there for the second service, I then came back for the third service. <laughs> uh, I'm a step ahead and because I'm doing my fourth service now. <laughs> uh, I really feel for Pastor Jason. Uh, um, you just uh, I was inspired by the sermon that I was in here. Praise be to God. In my second service, I said uh, I grew up uh, in Baptist church where the American preacher would come and say that Jesus saves. And I always wondered which was the bank he was saving. <laughs> and I come here, <clears throat> I come here, I look at you all, that Jesus saves you, he invests in your life. You become a source of blessing in our country. I just thank and praise God. I've told many times, I want to repeat it again, my name is Solomon John Baptist. I'm a Baptist uh, because my grandfather was baptized by an American preacher. We hold high regards for Baptist preachers in, in our country from United States. This is about me. I got saved at the, uh, at the age of 11. I got baptized when I was 13. I married when I was 27. I married a pastor's daughter. Uh, it's not easy to marry a pastor's daughter <laughs> and especially live with her. Uh, I'm blessed with two beautiful daughters. The first one is uh, Parousia Rachel. In Greek, it means Jesus is coming. Uh, this, she's a, uh, she would turn eight tomorrow. Uh, that's 2nd of September. The second one is uh, Penoria Zoe, which in Greek means eternal life. <clears throat> Before stepping into full-time ministry in 2008, uh, I worked with IBM and Microsoft uh, for 13 long years. This is my family. She is Daisy and those are my two, uh, these are my two beautiful daughters. This is about my country. Um, we are the seventh largest country by area, the second most populous with just 1.2 billion people. We are next to China. Um, we are the largest democracy. India is the birthplace for Hinduism, Buddhism, Sikhism, Jainism. They all together can make up 20% of the world population. By population, by religion, the population in our country is Hinduism. It can go up to another 5%, 85%, because there are some tribes who uh, are uh, Hindus. We are like, uh, Christianity is like 2.3%. It's picking up because of uh, some faithful men of God. Uh, it, the, um, I would say most of the Christians are Baptists uh, in India. Uh, then we have 29 states, 7 union territories. I come from a state called Andhra Pradesh, uh, which, which has 85 million people. I live in a city, Hyderabad, with 9 million people. 380 million Indians, that's like 10 states of us, live on less than $1 a day. India is home for half of the world's orphans. The reason being, some are unwanted children. Some parents, are, uh, at least one of them, would commit suicide because they don't have good crop. Then they just leave them on streets, picked, uh, mostly picked up by wrong people. Mostly picked up by wrong people. Extreme poverty, you would see. Uh, I work in villages. Um, some of my pastors 
don't eat every day because they don't get to eat every day. They eat once in 48 hours because they have to feed their children. Um, if, it, if it is a Hindu, then he's spiritually very dark. Uh, he doesn't know whom to worship. Uh, he can worship even a rat, a plant, a snake. This is common in India. There are three billion people worldwide. They are unreached. One out of three uh, is in India. One out of three is in India. With, uh, we have 950 million. It could be a little more than that. It's like um, all of them are in eternal uh, darkness or eternal or in hell without knowing Jesus. That's where uh, my passion is to bring them into light from darkness. This is one of their God. Uh, this is, uh, I would say, the second best God in my state. Uh, they call her Mankali. There are 33 million gods and goddesses only for Hinduism. 33 million. I, uh, when, I, when we go into villages, we find women, uh, they worship one god an hour. One god for an hour. Uh, in other, we, I, I, we always comment that they have options to worship. Hinduism is of, often called the oldest living major religion. We are based on Sanskrit. That's one of the oldest languages. Uh, <clears throat> I said we have close to one, uh, 950 million Hindus in, in India. Uh, it's the third major religion of the world after Christianity and Islam. These are some of their famous gods all over India. Uh, this another, uh, she is the uh, top-rated uh, goddess in my state. Uh, her name is Durga. She, she reacts like that, gently. Uh, these are like pastors and their wives of Hindu religion. These are their worshippers. These are some of their men. This boy, I know him closely. He is offering a sacrifice. This, this pic was taken in the first week of August. His dad is helping him to offer a hen sacrifice. Uh, it's common in India, you end up seeing piles of hen heads. If you Google them, uh, you can easily get those pictures. This is a goat, this is close to my home. Uh, they, offer, uh, they offer the heads to the god, they take the whole body and eat it at home. Those families that are little rich, they would offer a buffalo as well. This is a small write-up about my ministry. Uh, I was doing pretty good in my career. Uh, then I was, even when I was an employee, I was supporting some pastors and orphans. That's when God called me in 2008 to come into ministry and he clearly told me to move into villages and look for the needs, uh, uh, the physical and spiritual needs of the poor. He talked with, with me on Matthew 7, 7, ask and it shall be given, seek and it shall be found, knock and it shall be opened. In India, it's not uh, easy to knock at somebody's door and you expect them to open. You are just, all doors close out on you if you are uh, converting to Christianity. Asking is pretty difficult because uh, I experienced it. My dad passed away when I was 18 or 19. Uh, he died because we were short of about $600. Uh, even my relatives couldn't come to, for help. These are the seven uh, ministries we use as, pla as platforms. Uh, 
village development program, child development center, leprosy care and concern, tribal ministry, women empowerment, pastoral alliance for community transformation and church planting. In, in India, these are the common problems that each village would have. I've, I've just written some of them. Like, you don't have uh, electricity all day long. You just have it in the night. Uh, all day long, you don't have. That's why most uh, farmers commit suicide because they don't have electricity to run their, uh, if they have pumps. All, um, sanitation, like, it's like they go behind bush to relieve themselves. It's very unhygienic. Uh, food, I told you the example. Employment, not many, uh, not all. Uh, uh, I would say a biggest profession is begging. Medical care, people don't afford $1 medicine. Education, you have one school for 100 villages. Um, children, uh, I would talk about it more. Only in my state, women walk about 10 billion hours to get uh, water. One pot full of water filled with bacteria or germs. Not everyone gets to drink good water or clean drinking water. When they walk long distances, they are subject to sexual abuse, they are harassed. Uh, um, some of their kids are picked up when they are going for long walks because you don't have electricity. You and they walk at least five, four to six miles to bring one pot full of water. Um, the responsibility of drawing water is usually on the men, uh, I'm sorry, on women and kids. And kids, so they don't, they don't get enough chance to build their lives, especially kids because they have to travel, they don't go to school. Even if they go to school, uh, it's very far. They can't make it to the school. 72% of my state uh, do not have access to clean drinking water. I'm giving you all these numbers. I would leave this uh, presentation with Pastor Jason. Uh, all these numbers you can just Google and you can know the reality about it. This is, uh, these are the pictures, how women work. This is actually from the uh, outside of the village. Some of them carry their babies, little babies, toddlers. Our strategy is we enter into remote villages where is absolutely zero percentage of Christianity, uh, like two or three families. We identify a church we, uh, where we already know that the pastor is full of integrity. We drill a well and then we make it available for all religions, not just for Christians. Um, in, in India, Hindus come to know about Jesus uh, only when they see that somebody is caring for their physical needs, not just uh, talking and preaching gospel. Uh, we do, like in some villages, we give them medicine uh, that would cost about 50 cents for you. That's how people will see these people are interested in our lives and they wanted to listen to the gospel. You meet their physical needs, then they would definitely listen to what you are going to talk to them about Jesus. Uh, this is a driller. Before drilling, we go there, spend time in prayer in front of the entire village. Like most of the drilling, when we have at one well where uh, uh, Jim actually did the first one, we had close to 80,000 people, uh, sorry, 8,000 people. I, can't, I get confused with the numbers from, yeah. We had close to 8,000. It, it was like five, six villages coming together. They were waiting for an opportunity to mock at us that we, uh, we were, they, for them, drilling would be like breaking a coconut, cutting a hen, offering prayer, and then putting all that red kind of thing. Um, and they believe that only if they worship their gods, that's when you hit, good things happen in your life. 
including a what water yielding well, uh, from the well so we do um, prayer bible reading then people would come and ask us what are you doing that's how we start uh, talking about jesus we uh, start evangelizing people many a times it's a 15 day process drilling well and dedicating it within these 15 days you have more people becoming more closer to us they become more closer to us because they see something good is happening in their village this is a model of a well the pump could be inside here or somewhere back because we always build these pumps at a crossroad where all villagers have to go through this it's like they would read the verse every day we make sure that we, they read every day uh, we uh, it, it's in in english it is jesus loves you you can see some of the english uh, it's on the back side they all have to go through this way each well would at least cater to 400 to 500 people each well on a daily basis it could be the same people it could be somebody walking up from another four, four or five villages coming and drawing water from this it it never it is not it is never that people will think from that same village it would always be that people come from four or five different villages to draw water well from here if you look at these women i was talking when they walk long distances their spine is affected all women can in villages they can't stand straight or erect because they their spine got a beating if you look at their smiles on the faces they are happy because their daughters and daughter in laws need not go through what they have gone through some of them i know they have been walking 40 to 45 years bringing water 40 to 45 years as we go 400 feet deep that it would sustain for a longer period of time um i said uh, <coughs> when jim did this first one uh, we completed one year in may one uh, the other second one was completed uh, on august 15th both of them have yielded um, it it served for close to 200000 people each pump is good for 5 years then we replace the pump after 5 years and i've never come across any well in that we did it dried up imagine if somebody is 5 or 6 they drink water from this well for another 10 years 5 years i'm sure they're going to talk about ji who jesus is because they got free in in india you don't get water good water for free and something that villages poor people cannot offer um arni family did four then galen did one these five wells through these five wells actually we gave 63 baptisms for non christians for generations there have been hindus for generations in india if baptism giving baptism is not easy you don't get permission actually to build a baptism tank uh, some states uh, not in my state but some states have anti conversion bill where if you are giving baptism openly then the, the one who is giving baptism the one who is taking they land up in jail it's it's that tough but without these wells it could have taken 10 years for us to baptize 63 people without the wells they know that we, we are interested in their lives we are doing something good we are different than the other faiths that's when they start responding to us this is the common way of drinking water this is what i was talking we inscribe the verse on the tablet it's there for it's a good stone tablet 
it's, it's, you cannot break it easily. It's not just about clean drinking water. We give, uh, it's like bringing out a, a baby from ICU and then making her live. It's like giving hope to women that you don't walk so long, but you can be happy staying at home by just drawing water and taking care of your family. Most women just cry walking because I've come through many a times because they can't, they, are, they would have a sick baby at home, they would have a handicapped baby at home and they are just, uh, they can't do anything but go that long. But I, I'm, I, I thank God many a times because I could bring in some smiles through you all on the faces of women. Uh, for kids could go back to their schools, not all, but whomever we inspire, whomever we, uh, with whom we, uh, I think we could convince some parents to send their kids back to school, they could go back to their school. Uh, I've written it here. It means time, freedom, and incentive to change their communities. It means, uh, like, those women who are interested, they would come to the pastor's wife. We are starting these small uh, women Bible study groups. They're not from uh, Christianity or our faith, but then they share their personal problems, what they are going through. When we all are in <coughs> intercessory prayer, when, uh, when they think that their prayers are answered, they bring in more. Like we enter into villages through women because men are more unreliable. It's not that they are not, they cannot be mentored or tapped, but it's a little difficult in India. I've also found this is what God is doing through through all of us in back home that most of these men or women, they are coming to the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is and being saved through these wells. Most of them. Then women empowerment. These women walk about seven miles, uh, six to seven miles to earn about one and a half dollar after toiling in fields for 12 hours. 12 hours. It's like uh, they leave home around 4 in the morning, they come back by 8.30 or 9 in the night. 8.30 or 9 in the night. Women are like, I'm thankful to God, I praise God for the women in the United States. Because in India, uh, we treat uh, <clears throat> all women as second-class citizens. You just make babies for me, You then if you're sick, you just die. I don't care for you. That's the attitude that we have, um, they, most of these men have a problem of alcoholism. It's a big problem in India overall. Uh, they, they are lazy, they are not responsible, they don't work, they depend on their wives, their kids. Um, even if they get something, they drink out of it and then they abuse their children. Or kid. Sati system, uh, this was actually stopped by missionary William Carey. In early, uh, late 1600s, it's still there on their minds. Most of, they don't get to go and die on that pyre, but then they die every day, not able to speak up. Not able to speak up. Child marriages are prevalent. We at Seven Ministries, we imbibe confidence into their lives. We tell how important they are in the home, in their society, in the church. Then we also train them so that they are able to earn a little and to stand up and speak about the injustice they are going through. This is the Sati system, a pictorial representation. She would be thrown into, uh, along with that man who is on that fire. <coughs> Child marriages. 
they treat girl child as a burden because you you are wasting your invest by spending money on her it's a waste investment because she would anyways marry somebody and move out of home so they try to get rid of her as early as for an example they have to pay about uh, they would uh, they would marry her off for they give dowry of 20 dollars the more she grows older the more they have to pay If uh, in India, if I'm if I've studied uh, till third grade, I have to find a boy who is fifth grade, and if he's fifth grade, he would demand the money from the first grade to fifth grade, whatever he has studied, from the girl's family. Dowry is big. Dowry is big. Some states organize. This is state organized, not in my state at least, but in some, uh, like in ten states of uh, India, they do mass child marriages. That's organized by states. it's organized by states this is what we do this is a women empowerment center we have five sewing machines we all these women are not christians they all come learn then the pastor's wife takes devotions every day they are, they are taught on cleanliness hygiene they make about 20 dollars which is much much higher than their men earning and these women started speaking in their homes and their men are complaining that you are spoiling our ladies you know i said i'm i'm happy with that my wife my sister some of the women in our uh, in our ministry they all go twice in a week into different villages to teach women not big learning but at least they could read their newspaper then we are all we focus on doing at least four women's conference a year so that they are trained on the uh, we teach them on how god led women in the bible that they can apply and go back and do there in their families or communities we did it in 2012 these two girls uh, are from new jersey one is from i am not sure if it is from oklahoma city but they had come in 2000 we had close to 220 95% of all of them are not christians 95% of them and out of this uh, whoever is there we gave about 10 baptisms to there are 10 baptized women from this group now it's child development <coughs> millions of children uh, it's very hard for me to talk about this because when i whenever i talk i visualize those things what i go through when i'm in india what how uh, how tough and how difficult for me emotionally when we rescue kids are sold for just 200 300 400 500 dollars by their own parents if it is a girl child they abort throw that in dustbin by the time we go to rescue it's half eaten by dogs uh, or just goes with the sewage and all this uh, men um, many a times they like in somebody i had a meeting with one international justice mission lady uh, who's uh, big time stopping uh, prostitution in india she told me if ever you have to stop prostitution in india it's to start from andhra pradesh which is my state because most of these girls are exported from there most of these girls we have my friend has a hotline number we get calls she gets about 100 calls a day but no, not all calls get help because we have our own limitations but wherever we do we go there we see that she's already abused then we try to bring her in and give the best for her. 
This is some of the pictures of child abuse. Um, this is from one of the villages where I do ministry. Um, child labor, uh, India is the capital for child laborism. You will have no other country as many kids as you have in, in India. If you, if you have noticed some of their faces, uh, uh, this girl was uh, burnt up by her, her own dad. These are all poor kids. We invite them into the church. Then we feed them a meal. We, send, we try to send them, if their parents are convinced, uh, to the school. It, it's, not, uh, it's like a 25% ratio. If we talk to 100 parents, only 25 would be willing to send there because they earn money. They all make money for their parents, all of them. This was when uh, David was there in May. Uh, this is the best meal of their life. This girl who is just looking there, she's close to uh, 12. She was the one who landed up to me and said that was the first coke of her life. That was the first coke of her life. We invite, uh, uh, my wife has more passion toward girl child, so we, we try to focus uh, on more girl, uh, whether it is semi-orphan, orphan, or an abused child. This is a girl I'm talking about. She was about five years, nine months when she was abused. We picked her up. Now she's about seven. She's getting uh, English education now. Uh, these are some, we have a pastor who ministers only among deaf and dumb children. Uh, we focus on their spiritual life because these, whether it is a boy or a girl, they go through a lot of abuse which they can't speak. We just, uh, like... Uh, uh, this boy, if you remove his shirt, you would see all cigarette buds on his body. All cigarette buds on his body. This is the orphanage uh, that we oversee. Leprosy, care and concern. In India is one of the few countries where leprosy is big. And if I have leprosy, I have to leave the town and then go and live in a leprosy colony. Because... Or with my family, because my family would be or already have been lepers. There's no way that you can stop. I, I'm, I'm, I might be wrong, but I've not done much R&D on it, but there's, most of them move out, kids, um, all of them would end up uh, becoming lepers. And it's pretty dangerous. Every time when I have a team, all teams don't like coming to leprosy ministry. But when we go there, at least once in a year, we end up seeing somebody already died. I, I become close to him. When I go back and with this team, then they're already dead. Uh, they're eaten. If you see their hands, they get eaten. Some of them uh, you know, don't even have eyes or all. What we do is uh, we provide them medicine. It's not big amount. It's just 50 cents or max one dollar. Um, then we also give them, this guy is the, uh, the pair of clothes that David supported. It's about $12. That's the first pair he's we uh, wearing uh, in close to seven years. In close to seven years. Then they are, most of them are, um, they don't touch them. But we do, uh, we touch with them, we share with them what they are going through. He's one of the church leaders, the one that is at the background. We be, that's a small church for lepers. They all come there to worship. Tribal ministry. Uh, India has 85 million tribals. That's the largest 
that's the most tribals any country can hold or uh, they are pretty weird i would say sometimes even dangerous <clears throat> this girl uh, we've been working on this village for 5 years this is the only girl she has responded uh, maybe in 2000 uh, late of 2012 it's a proclaimer in uh, the gospel according to matthew mark luke and john she takes it home to home she plays it it's in their language and when they ask questions then she would reply that's how god has been really blessing this ministry we could enter into this village uh, these four are the tough people of that village we have not been able to drill a well here because it's much costlier than the other places but every uh, once in two weeks we take out a huge truck with water then we put it there on all villages come and drink and that's the only like here if you wanted if they walk about uh, close to 10 miles to get water because it's on hill they go one day they stay back that night and then they come back next day uh, then they come back because it's very hilly um, i mean um, this just on the ground but if you walk it's very hilly then uh, these all women have started responding to the gospel all these women this is a picture where we took when ron galen and david were there in may pastor's life <coughs> is pretty i would say unstable or dangerous in india i'm glad you don't get to see persecution but we um, we face persecution in different forms uh, every day that doesn't come out in paper and i always feel that it's good that the best comes out when you are persecuted <coughs> we have i work with 54 direct uh, which uh, whom we support and another 24 who are supported by another church we work with 80 pastors who minister in close to 300 villages each one is responsible for five villages they all walk they minister and <coughs> they are doing a great job all they get is 15 uh, 30 dollars a month 1500 rupees <coughs> because they are not educated they can't uh, they are not theologically trained we do a 15 week bible training with them that is good enough for them to go into evangelism in different villages we also care for their physical needs these are our pastors we network them what we do is on every saturday we invite all of them and then we ask them what what is the problem that is there we have some connections with the government uh, we write to them to that um, the we call them collectors that this is what uh, he is facing uh, if you can help try to help him some get help some just don't get help every saturday they come in the morning they eat lunch and then they go back to their village to, to be ready for uh, the next day session so we network them with all then when we have visiting teams we organize pastors conference beat one day two day or a three day uh, when when these three wise old men had come <coughs> um, most of them uh, for most of those pastors they were the first uh, premium uh, american white men uh, they all would come and touch them thinking that they would get whiter <laughs> yeah. so when we have teams coming we do uh, pastors conference 
we also provide for their need wherever whenever we can not every time but whenever like this guy, this pastor uh, he is uh, close to 60 he has a back uh, problem when we give him this bicycle he is like uh, he wants to go to 10 villages instead of 5 villages his wife calls me then i call him and tell don't uh, take it uh, i would say too personal and do it but he would say i'm going to die very soon but i wanted to give my best shot to jesus that's the commitment which always moves me church planting uh, <clears throat> if you wanted to win more people for jesus the more churches you plant the more people would i'm not talking about church buildings i'm talking about church in a person church in a home church in a it's just a sometimes it's just a worship place we plant the gospel this is a telugu bible which costs us 4 dollars we make sure that if there are 1000 families in the village or sorry i'm sorry if there are 200 families in the village we make sure that we place at least in 50 homes because they can pass it on after reading that particular day some would not like to have thinking that it's a bad omen or something but some would definitely want to have they can't read but the one of their family members would read out and then they pass it on to the next then we plan disciple these are my direct disciples this guy is close to 70 and he wants to do something for the lord before he goes to be uh, <coughs> we plan disciple uh, we look f into their calling we look into their character their integrity like we provide them with uh, 30 dollars it's big for them actually so we look at whether he is really uh, called to be in ministry then we plan churches some of these churches were constructed by somebody who donated money because he didn't have children and he wanted all to go to the ministry but most churches are like this i work with most pastors who worship in those churches this is a special church this pastor of this the pastor of this the earlier one uh, he was stabbed 64 times and burnt he was and uh, uh, we convinced him and now he's there this is where david did a well we took him uh, to that well from behind because we didn't want it to, him to face persecution. And we took him from behind and then brought him out. This is, the, this is how God answered. This is the most village that had baptisms. We gave 13 baptisms in this village. That was the most, uh, <clears throat> I mean, fruitful village. I said, all our ministry is focused on winning more people for Christ and planting more churches. I, I repeat it again, it's not about buildings, it, it is about church in somebody's life, it's about a church in a home or a place of worship. Galen was there, he baptized about eight people. I wanted to say something on this. In India, you cannot fake baptisms. You have to be in front of the whole village to be baptized. And when you are baptized, you are bound to leave that village because you will be for sure persecuted. So. And you have to have a new Christian name. If they don't like Christianity, they would never look at even a church. They would just close their eye and pass through the church. If they are convicted, they would, they would rather die than go back on their faith. They would rather die or, than go back in their faith. So they gave eight baptisms and then they gave eight new Christian names. I was glad that they knew Christian names and gave, gave it to them. It was, there was a couple and then they suddenly they said Akula and Priscilla and uh, it, I was really inspired by that. 
God is raising some faithful workers. I have seen good days in my life and then God moved, in, moved me in 2008. Then I started, started seeing some slums in my life, the downfalls and all these things. But no, no amount of money can compare to the joy I see on the faces when people get baptized. No amount of money. I came here. It, it was a miracle for me coming here. Then God said, just ask, lay your heart out. I came here just to share my passion for my people and lay my heart before you because you all, uh, the wants here are the needs there. The wants here are the needs there. If God, I would, I would uh, beg of your prayers for our ministry, for our country, but if God lays on your heart, um, you would be advancing the gospel uh, by partnering with seven ministries. It would take, it would cost $2,210 to sponsor one churching, church planting missionary for just one year. It's not a repetitive one. This is, all, this is the breakup. $1.150 for 15 weeks of training. $1,700. We, many a times we go, don't get it because uh, we end up giving bicycle. But these two are mandatory because when they enter into a village, a keyboard and a public address system, they, uh, they sing songs for at least one mile so that villagers would know that the church is ready, uh, the pastor has come and we should go to the church. 360 we pay $30 a month. It comes out to 2,210. Each church planter would be responsible for a minimum of three and a maximum of five. Uh, he should plant in one year. Minimum of three and uh, maximum of five. I worked with pastor who did, who some did three, some did four, some did five. Nobody did two. If you are sponsoring, you will receive a prayer card with the name of, uh, with the name uh, of and the photo of that pastor. A brief history about how we came to know God, and we would also send you links of the churches where, uh, on Google Maps, where he is ministering, where he is ministering. This is the model that we do. A church planter is called, we look at his calling, then we train him for 15 weeks. We equip him with bicycle or bike, keyboard, and public address in his system. Then we, we assign him with 20 villages. We take accountability every month. Then he ends up planting more churches. Out of these churches, we call new church planters. Then the cycle begins again. We have, I, I said uh, we have 54 and 24. All are a byproduct of 18 months of uh, working in God's vineyard. They're all non-Christians. Now they are pastors and believers of God. Clean drinking water projects. It costs $2,300 to $2,500 to sponsor a well. Two reasons. The difference of amount, one being the dollar value, the second one being the depth of the well. <laughs> These are the two points. If God lays on your heart, if you are sponsoring... You will get to know the name of the village, location on Google Maps, because all the wells that I did have already marked uh, this is where the well is for those who have donated to look at it. Then you would see the, demog the demographics of the village, what's the population, how many Christians, how many non-Christians, what's the breakup of the religions, how many men, how many women, all this stuff you would get. Then the local pastor who would be... Uh, Overseeing the project, you would get the timeline. It, it typically takes 
15 to 20 days to complete a project. At the end of the project, you would get the financial statement. Our commitment is whatever projects we do, I have account on Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube. Uh, we make sure that within the three to six hours of our ministry, whatever we do, we upload them on, on the social media so that we don't fabricate any stories or anything like that. You would, can even come with us, like uh, Arnie family, they had done four well with us. They all, uh, not all, but uh, this gentleman, David Arnie, had come and he saw and uh, he didn't realize what kind of impact they are making at back home. <coughs> In child development centers, um, it would cost $40 a child to give them English medium education, daily discipleship, after-school tutoring, and daily meal. We don't encourage any monthly support. We go by yearly support because we can't just deny somebody after one or two or three months. This one year, we work on doing for the next year. It's like that. You will receive a prayer card with the photo of the child, the name of the child, how we was rescued. Many times, I've seen, at least in my country, where... Uh, some donors didn't want the story because it was too horrific or they were unable to read the whole story. <coughs> then, this is for child development. We also have two orphanages. Uh, uh, we oversee them. In India, no, uh, all, uh, it's very tough to run an orphanage. Even to house an orphanage is very costly. Like the one we have, it's about 300 USD. Uh, if, if God lays on your heart, it's about 3,600 per year. That's 300 per, uh, per month. Then we make sure we give, provide them English medium education. Only 3% of Indian school kids go for education, English medium education. If you wanted all women, if you wanted to help out women, you can sponsor a women training center. It costs about $600 with five sewing machines. And they get, they, it's a three-month training. I've given the breakup of the training that they do, 30 minutes of Bible study, 45 minutes of training, 30 minutes of uh, literacy education, 15 minutes of uh, importance on hygiene and all this stuff. After completion, uh, they end up making something like this. They become either tailors, they work with somebody, or they get loan from the government. For Each sewing machine costs about $115. So they, they become uh, good enough to earn their own living. You can also partner by sending some medicine, for, especially for lepers or for anyone. Like I, w I was saying, doc uh, <coughs> doctor, that uh, a paras paracetamol, we call it, I don't know what you call it here, for, which we use for fever. Uh, they can't afford even to take that. You know, they just wait. Uh, that the fever that they have would disappear automatically. They don't have money to uh, buy them. You can sponsor backpacks like David did. We were able to send 100 kids back to school this year. Some of, uh, 60 were orphans, 30 were pastors' children, and 10 were, not 10, uh, 20 were from slums. 20 were from slums. You can... Uh, when I was in Christian Academy, kids asked me whether you have toys in, in, in India. I said, out of 100, one child would have a toy. These guys bought some 200 toys, 
when they gave uh, it was the only toy that they they had and um, it was too moving for us to see when kids took that and they treasured it as if they were treasuring a million dollar bill <coughs> you can even go with us as i said you can come with us I, whatever i talk here uh, if god is convicting you it is only his spirit it can convict us you would not know unless you come there what kind of an impact you are making in their lives what kind of a, if there are teams coming we can do kids ministry uh, when david and his team was there they reached out to 2400 children of uh, the not all of them are christians in 8 days 2400 kids we gave those small jesus booklets these jesus booklets cost us about 1 dollar is the only bible in the home it's a life about jesus uh, with good pictures in color it's the only bible you can sponsor telugu bibles it's 4 dollars we are in huge demand of telugu bibles um, we can do youth conferences if uh, if um, all of you look uh, i mean all you you pastors are young uh, i would be glad in hosting you to do a pastors conference youth conference like some of them also did women's conference not them but other teams have also done women's conference uh, if there are young girls coming i work i work with a huge team actually god has blessed me gifted me with a huge team um, if there are women they all would be escorted by women uh, all men pastors they all would be with the men we have about 100 people taking care of the ministry Bec- uh, that's how god has blessed us you can come for revival meetings uh, i've shared this with pastor jason and also with the uh, john elim uh, if you come there do a revival meeting or a crusade it would be very easy for us to uh, bring in 100000 people to do a revival meeting for 3 days when franklin graham had come he saved in 3 nights he saved about uh, uh, 100000 people all from other faiths so <clears throat> i would be glad if you if uh, god can inspire you to come over i would be praying for you for sure <clears throat> thanks be to god for all that he does through your lives through our lives for those who have not yet come to the knowledge of his throne 